Welcome to the Loyola Greyhound Podcast. I'm Jason Johnson, the Director of Video Production for Loyola Athletics. Join us as our guests will range from coaches, trainers, athletic administrators, and student-athletes. Today I speak with senior lacrosse standout Livy Rosenswag. Livy is the first player at Loyola, male or female, to record 100 points in a single season, doing so in back-to-back seasons. She holds an outstanding six school records, including single season assists and points, single game assists, and three freshman record awards for points, assists, and draw controls. Livy is a two-time IWLCA All-American, and she once again was leading the team in points, assists, and ranking second in draw controls when the Greyhounds' shortened, undefeated season ended last year due to COVID-19. That 5-0 team had wins over Towson, Penn State, Penn, Johns Hopkins, and Florida, with no game decided by less than four points. And Livy reflects on what about Loyola has led to her success both on and off the field, and she gives us a little insight to how the women's lacrosse program truly feels like family. Presented by the Pinnacle Advisory Group. Livy. Why Loyola? When did you first hear from Coach Adams, and what was the driving factors in choosing to be a Greyhound? So yeah, I committed my um, sophomore year of high school, which is a little bit earlier than than what the rules are now. But um, you know, Loyola wasn't really on my radar for that long. My mom always thought that it would be a great school for me, um, and kept pushing that on me. But I was telling my mom, like, they're not recruiting me. Like, I can't do anything about that if they're not recruiting me. Um, and then finally, after my fall ball um, scrimmages and games at tournaments, um, I finally heard from Jen and Dana. And um, I think that it just was a great fit because it was a small school. I wanted a smaller campus, smaller classroom sizes. And then also to be coached by Jen and Dana is like an opportunity that I could never you know, pass up. Um, and now my mom will never let me live it down that she was right. And um, it's a great school. Uh, fits me perfectly perfectly so um that was kind of the first first indication of of me wanting to go there was probably my mom putting it on my radar and is that because of the academic and athletic uh successes that Loyola has had or is it a balance of both of those was it just lacrosse was it just academics like what was your mom kind of uh nudging you with I think that she saw um just the size of the school and then also you know um, the lacrosse aspect, they were always a top 20 team, if not top 10. And that was something that I, I was looking for was a good lacrosse school as well as somewhere where I would, where I would feel comfortable and feel like I would be at home. Um, and so I think that the combination of the both, I think really the, the caliber of Loyola uh, academics and athletics was a combination of what I was really looking for in a school. Um, and so I think that just the combination of both was really a perfect fit in other schools. I felt like I, maybe I was giving up one or the other that I, when I was getting recruited, but um, Loyola really had the best of both worlds. And like I said, just like feeling like home when I got here was really something that I was looking for and definitely felt that when I was on my visits. And you mentioned your coaches. Uh, you have a coaching staff uh, that is think it's fair to say is world-class. What about their style or the Loyola lacrosse style was attracted, attractive to you and, and was something that you were like, this is who I want to play for. This is the style they play. And how has that led to uh, you being successful at the collegiate level? Do you think? 
Yeah, I think that, you know, in high school and um, now, now in college, I've always loved kind of um, the freedom to be able to do what you want on the field um, and not have set plays or, or set things that you have to run every time you're down on offense. Um, and I think that that is really what Loyola is all about is having freedom and having um, the ability to do kind of whatever you want, you know, within within reason on the field. Um, you know, every day at practice, we're working on these crazy stick work stuff. And sometimes I find myself being like, when am I ever going to use this in a game? And then, of course, and when a game comes, I end up using it. And then I'm like, okay, now I understand. But um, yeah, I think that just the style of the way Loyola plays is very, just um, everyone gets involved. Everyone is allowed to, you know, freelance and play off each other. And it's just a really special style of lacrosse that I can't see myself playing anywhere else and a different, like in a different way. So I'm really grateful for the, you know, the way that it works out for me. Um, and I think that was another reason why I loved Loyola so much when I was getting recruited, because I would see these videos and the practices of what they do. And just kind of looking at that, I was like, okay, like that would be a really good fit for me because I love that kind of stuff. Well, let's talk about those practices a little bit because I, I come out very rarely, but I do get to see you guys at practice and um, there it, it's an amazing practice atmosphere. I, I think from just viewing on the outside and you can speak to it as a player, but you guys work very hard. Um, you're very diligent. The attention to detail is, is definitely there, but it's also very fun. You guys are having fun with every practice you have and like you talked about the the um i don't want to say trick shots but the fancy stick work the uh the devotion to being creative and improvising uh when it comes to lacrosse um those are things that are encouraged um and played around with in practice as well so it's it's a atmosphere as an outsider looking in that is very unique um talk talk to me a little bit about how that balance is achieved with with Loyola practices through coach Adams and, and Davi? Um, I just think that it's kind of hard to explain, I feel like, but um, something that's really important, obviously when you're, I've been playing lacrosse since I was in second grade, like I want it to always be fun and I never have a practice where I come off the field and I'm like dreading going the next day. Like some, like even Jen or Dana will tell you like I'm always like okay one more one more if I'm like next in line like I want to make sure that I get that last one because it is so fun you know every drill we do is is like so fast paced and even our stick work in the beginning like we like every single time we'll do some sort of um, trick pass to each other um, and now it just kind of feels like second nature in that sense and um, I think that was kind of the goal always is to just have that in our you know, in our back pocket to be able to pull out when it's necessary. Um, and that kind of feels really natural now. Um, and yeah, like you said, it's just like the team atmosphere and the way the coaches run the practices, like it's always fun and we're always competing and, and laughing. And I think that competing at practice is something that's really important and we're never just going to like go through the motions. And I think that that's something that Jen and Dana really instill in us is when you're in to go hard. Um, and then you'll get a rest after, but always, you know, try your hardest and, and have fun while you're doing it. And that's where also like the encouragement of doing the crazy shots and the behind the backs and the passes through the legs, like it's always encouraged because that also does make it fun. Um, and then if it, if it happens in a game also, that's just an added bonus. 
It seems like these shots happen in games a decent amount, and it obviously adds to the success and excitement of watching Greyhounds lacrosse. And I highly encourage people to check out your team's Instagram page at LoyolaWLAX, where you can see video of what we're talking about. And it seems like almost every day there's a new post with some new creative stick work uh, that is truly memorizing to watch. Um, but you mentioned that this family attitude and how you bond well together as a team what was your expectation coming into lacrosse at the collegiate level uh, with balancing the aspects of a high-level lacrosse program and the demanding academic responsibilities that you now take on? As a freshman, I definitely was really nervous coming in. Um, I didn't really know exactly what to expect. My sister played um, lacrosse at Penn, and now she's doing her fifth year at Duke. So um, I kind of you know, heard stuff that they would do at practice and, and her experiences. So not that I knew what to expect, but I knew kind of what the what the ropes are going to be like in in her experience um so when I got here um I just kind of not laid low but tried to know like the role I was going to play and and that kind of stuff and um Jen and Dana just kind of really give everyone an opportunity no matter like who you are like if you're um playing well like you get an opportunity like everyone gets a chance to be able to prove themselves and that kind of stuff um so of course, I was extremely nervous coming to practices the first time, but I think that just also the upperclassmen make you feel so at home and there's really no difference in, in class whatsoever. Like one of my best friends when I was a freshman was a sixth year, like, and they just really, really take you under your wing and, and make you feel so special. And I hope that now that I'm a senior, I can make the younger girls feel like that also. Um, and then academically, I was nervous. Um, I don't love school. It's not my favorite thing in the world, but I think that having professors and people on campus that really care about you and care about your well-being, like in the classroom, but also just as a human being and as an athlete um, is a really special thing. And Loyola really has that. Like I would have never thought that I would become, you know, friendly with our academic advisor or any of my professors, but it's really, really every part of it feels like a family. And I was really homesick my freshman year. And I can't imagine like being at a different school than Loyola because they like everything at Loyola helped me through it. And I'm so glad that, you know, I'm still here and, and got through the, the anxiety and the homesickness of being a freshman. And um, yeah, I think that just like every aspect really helped me grow as a person as well as a lacrosse player and a, and a student. One of the great things about Loyola women's lacrosse is that you have a um, wonderful history uh, to that, uh, you can, you can tap into, um, with alumni, uh, for example, is there any, uh, alumni that rings a bell that is someone that you look up to that has been helpful for you during this process? And what is that community and what is that connection to the history of Loyola meant to you? Yeah, I think it's really special. Like I still have like some of my best friends from previous years now that I'm a senior who are alumni and like we, I'm on a, I talk to at least one alumni every day and I think that's really special and might not find that everywhere. Um, and of course, like even if I have a bad day at practice, I can always reach out to someone that used to be on the team that can help me through it. If I don't wanna to talk to our current teammates, um, I'm always talking to Hannah Powers and telling her how much I miss her and stuff on the field and off. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of girls that you know I still connect with on a, on a daily basis and it's really, really special. And I'm so grateful that Loyola has the alumni network that they do. Um, and the coaches do a great job of keeping them involved as well. Like 
we have a lot of things that the alumni can not in COVID now, but we used to have the alumni day in the, in the fall, as well as the spring. And we did an alumni scrimmage to prepare us for the season. So I think that the coaches do a really good job of keeping everyone in the loop and not just the current team, because, you know, once you graduate from here, you don't want to just be like left behind. You like you're always a part of Loyola Women's Lacrosse. And I think that's really special. Well, last season, the Greyhounds, you were on quite a roll. You finished 5-0 and when the season was cut short due to COVID-19, and I know Coach Adam preaches and practices humbleness, uh, so allow me to be the one that quickly quickly to brag here. Uh, you were 5-0 and against some very high-level competition, and no game ended with your opponents within less than four goals of you. Uh, there was something in the air with that season. So how has your coaches, teammates, and you individually, how have you reflected on last season and used that as a cornerstone for upcoming seasons? Um, yeah, it was definitely really hard. I think in the moment, um, our uh, the Patriot League was the second league to cancel or the second conference to cancel. So um, at the time, it felt really crazy and like that, like that it was very... Um, premature in their decision um but you know obviously as we learned about the magnitude of of COVID and like what it was going to do to the world and our country it obviously kind of it was put into perspective really that our season was canceled um that doesn't mean that it was easy um every single day after that was really hard and it was really hard to kind of let go um of the season because we were having such a good one and it was the best start that I've had since being at Loyola and it was so much fun and we weren't just really winning we were like doing really well against everyone who we who we played um and so obviously it was really heartbreaking having to end that um and I'll never forget like in that room when we were told that our season was over it's something that I'll never forget in my life it was probably like one of the hardest times ever um but I think that it really puts into into perspective like the saying of like you never know what's like what is going to be your last game or your last practice or anything like that so I think that just having the attitude that anything can be taken away from you at any time whether that's corona or an injury or anything like that um really showed us and I think that that's helped me also go forward um also when our season was supposed to be ended like our last regular season game Jen made a point to you know get on a zoom with us and say like, let's leave it behind from now on. We're just going to think about the 2021 season um, and kind of just let go of that. And I think that that helped a lot because I was having a hard time just letting go of it because it was so special in those five games. And from January until March when we shut down, it was one of my favorite times at Loyola in, in my four years. So it was really hard, but I think that, you know, going forward, we're just going to work on what we can and take one day at a time and really build from what we had um, last season. And I think that it'll really help us going forward, knowing that, you know, we have a majority of our players back and now with new freshmen, it's even better. So hopefully we can get back to where we were. There's one last thing I wanted to touch on. Uh, I had the privilege to travel with the team on a few bus rides last season, and I got to witness firsthand what looked like a tradition on these trips where there seems to be, I don't know what you would call it, like a lip sync battle or some sort of performance of some sort. Um, so what happens is someone on the team gets caught out and they have to put on headphones and they pick a song and they listen to it very loud in the headphone and then they sing as loudly as they can to the rest of the people on the bus. And for everyone on the bus, well, they can't hear the actual song that's only in the headphones. So it's just your teammate just belting something a cappella. Um, when you got caught out, 
what was your song choice? And I don't want to ask who's best or worst. I think that defeats the point here. But who was the most entertaining on the team? Um, so my song was You Belong With Me by Taylor Swift. Um, and it was, I hated every second of it <laughs> when I was a freshman. It was so scary. But like now I would voluntarily get up and do it, which is so funny. But when you're a freshman and you have to look out to the whole team and you can't hear yourself, that's the point of it. So that you can't hear yourself singing in it, but everyone else can because the music is so loud in your ear. Um, so yeah, that I hated it, but I would do it again right now, which is funny. But my favorite person was probably well my freshman year roommate Catherine Crowley is insane and and hers was a legit performance Um, (laughs) yeah she sang the entire song instead of just a little snippet that they usually make you do um so she was so funny but um also um Daryl Koss was really good last year because she has a good voice so it was like fun to listen to um but yeah those are probably two of my favorite ones um I can probably think of other ones, but I can't right now. But yeah, all of them are really entertaining. Unfortunately, I think we only got through two this year. So yeah, it was a very fun thing to have witnessed. And I would be lying if I was not scared uh, to maybe have some collateral damage moving past the team. Um, And so I would start to sink into my seat and pretend to sleep when you guys started calling out names. But, you know, it was so warm to see you all bond, laugh, work, and uh, you fight together as a team towards some massive victories uh, last season. And I know I speak for a lot of people when we say last season had some magic to it. And I, for one, can feel that same energy when I talk with your coaches, uh, go to your practices and workouts. Um, The sky's the limit for this group, and you all have uh, Greyhound Nation supporting you and this team. Uh, Can't wait to see some more Loyola Cross soon, and thank you so much, Livy, for your time. This podcast was brought to you by the Pinnacle Advisory Group, which offers clients active investment management and in-depth financial planning to help them achieve the financial peace of mind that they have earned. Pinnacle Advisory Group is located in Maryland, where it is operated for more than 25 years. Call 410-995-6630 to speak with a certified wealth manager today.